Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You're listening to the award-winning He Put Nedved to Bed live from Dan's house. I've got Dan Burnett with me today. You do indeed. It's my house. It is his house. Uh, it's a kitchen. It's got some decorations in it, actually. Yeah, all fresh. I was looking now. for the decorations. There's just a bit of tinsel. There's, well, there's not so much in the kitchen. You go into the living room, however. Hello. There is such Christmas an Dan's got, like, is that... A tree? tree? Yes, yeah. it's a tree. A lot of people I see have sort of gone for fibre optic, but not you guys. That is, that's lights. That is manually done. Did you do that on a Sunday? You all got together. No. Yeah, no. Wednesday. Oh. (laughs) Wednesday. (laughs) You did it, you were left it. Which, you know, is usually taken up by Manchester United playing on a Wednesday, but uh, not this season. (laughs) Not this season. (laughs) I've got William Kajana. It's a pleasure to be an award winner. Thank Um, you to all of the people who voted. Yeah, it's like the fact, me mum, me dad. Actually, no, they they would have voted. Um, I wouldn't have, that probably wouldn't have. Yeah, who voted for us? How, how do they work? No, he's no, complete gibberish. But thanks, guys. Um, William Kajani missed the last two episodes, so that means he does have to do an apology um, to everyone he, call, he, uh, he calls defence to. Uh, because William Kajani is prime promoter of the podcast, so you probably haven't heard the previous two episodes. <laughs> I think one episode... This was when we sort of did it. Got four listens. Now, four. There was three people in the fucking room. So it nearly <laughs> took more people to make the podcast. I'm hoping the viewing figures have gone up. But, um, um, William Kajani, good to have you back. Yeah, thank you very much. I'd like to say that I've let myself down. I've let my <laughs> county down. I've let... County, good one, good one. I've let my country down and I've let the associated now, states of the European <laughs> Union down. <laughs> Um, you should go. You should go and serve in Afghanistan now. That's that's the rightful <laughs> thing for letting your country down. No, um, Actually, but you, well, you should apologise to fallen soldiers. I, I hear we're going back into so. Iraq with um. You know, I've, got, true, I've heard good rumours <laughs> from from your boys. Not good, good bit, bad I, rumours. I, I was talking to Tony Blair. Oh right. On his his, uh, tor- his, tor- his torture <laughs> techniques. Yeah. <laughs> He, he taught me a lot of things about how to get people to say not, well, Look certain things. But um, the, less, <laughs> the less said about that, the better, because we don't want to... But you did have chicken pox for the first week, so that you are pardoned for the first week. Thank you very much. Um, are you covering? Are you well? I'm well, and even if you hadn't had it before, I wouldn't be a danger to you. I'm a danger to you for lots of other reasons. But um, mental, um, mental spiritual, health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, morale. We could uh, go on. <laughs> we've got, we've got, we've got an opening question. We had several opening questions, but I picked one because I don't like the podcast where we just answer questions that are mostly meaningless and just pointless <laughs> overall. But thank you for submitting them anyway. Uh, we've got a good one. I don't know who this is from, Kajani, if you can back me up with the name. Uh, uh, it's Michael Nixon. Well done, Michael Nixon, for a good question. Uh, which club manager player is on Santa's naughty or nice list? So uh, which sort of one is on a naughty one? You can have a player, manager, um, mascot, fan. No children, though. And uh, I'll start with William Kajani because I'm hoping he's got an answer for this. Uh, I have indeed. I've got more than one, but I'll keep it to be brief. Um, I think two people on the naughty list. That you have a fan and a player on the naughty list. Both are from Arsenal. Santi Cazorla. Santi Cazorla. For ruining Jan Olnwick's day in goal at the Emirates oh, yeah. um, by having the disrespect to score a goal to do his job. Excuse me? Yes, uh, this was in the 4-1. Yeah, I, I saw it was bloody brilliant. 
It, could... it was on his birthday. He can do what he wants, old Santa. He is no, how old is he now? He is thirty, and as a thirty-year-old, oh, he should be stepping up to the plate and treating the youth of his country with disrespect. You should have put it over, over the bar. He should have put it over the bar. He's come over here. He's taken a job. <laughs> oh my god! I bet you both. Could can. you imagine just a homeless man wearing a full Arsenal kit, <laughs> sort of waiting outside the job centre? <laughs> so, <for> me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing less. <laughs> Sorry, all I can think was I completely just jumped off my head. And second of all, um, I'm going to put um, Claude from Arsenal fan team. Claude, for those, for those, we're, we're quite a fan of sort. We world fan. We try and keep up with sort of the internet trolling the world Andy of football. Tates, the Will yeah, the horrible. Yeah, that sort of bollocks. We try and keep up with that on a polluted Twitter feed. And that often, often reaches our podcast. If you don't tweet, if you don't tweet that sort of thing, number one, well done. Uh, and, <laughs> number two, sorry for the next few minutes of talking. But yeah, carry on. Um, basically, Claude is um, kind of one of those. Claude or Ty? Was it Ty or Claude? Did well, I picked, did you say Claude? I picked Claude for his um, aggressive, frequently aggressive behaviour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> threatening stances. <laughs> he does have threatening stances. Um, extremely, um, let's say, extremely liberal use of profanity um, around <laughs> liberal people, use of profanity around people who I'm pretty damn sure are under eighteen. Um, okay, that's. And also for stoking and instigating um, a civil war between Arsenal fans. Um, that's <laughs> true. He is sort of the face of the, the modern day Arsenal sort of disillusionment. Uh, listen, all I'm saying is that it is entirely down to him that we. It's entirely down to him that we have so much problems at our club. He is tearing. He is tearing his club apart. He is, he is tearing. <laughs> he is tearing so, so not do, so not Wenger out, clawed out. Do you, do you think he has out. any? Do you think he has some good points about? Oh, not definitely. I mean, you know, actually, you know, actually, he's got a very coherent argument. That's the bloody problem with it. The, the problem is he screams. <laughs> but the thing is, he I, is he is the man you would see drinking do you, do you any know, number of special brews anywhere in the world. Do you, do you know what? bothers me most about Claude what? I see a lot of myself in him yeah <laughs> I think that's what people don't like about Claude that's what happens to me. in 10 years that'll be me maybe not even 10 years just outside the ground on some like homebrew um, sort of television thing just, just talking shit um, but the thing about <laughs> it is he's talked a lot of sense regarding the last one this season I think, even I, though his description of Stoke as a, a, a pub That was a classic. Because of Not only that, I think he pointed behind him just to <laughs> just to properly set the scene. Well just to know where we are. Um, anyway, um, to wrap this up, I mean, in terms of Christmas gifts, um, Santi Casola's Christmas um, Bar Humbug gift will be um, a limit on his visa to stay in England for two years. Good. And... Because he scored two goals. Um, fair, fair. Fair. And that keeper got injured uh, a couple of nights ago. Yes, and Claude's um, and Claude will be given um, a pair of Arsenal beach headphones. 
that you have to wear around his neck on Claude just as a point mm-hmm. I think it's good that they interview after games in which he has attended because it's all well and good sitting on Twitter you know in the comfort of your own home saying oh Arsene and Arsene you know he's going to have paid £100 to go to oh, yeah. Stoke you know for, yeah. for getting there travel and a and sort of, you know, um, wearing an Arsenal training gear yeah. all around the country. So I do think it's good that they get people who are actually paying money to go to the turnstiles yeah. point. So, um, no, well done to... More teams should have their own sort of fan uh, unofficial stuff. We should get one for everything. Except what what do they do with the mic? Do they put it in, like, a bag in the ground? I imagine, like, the it's mic, a bit um, Robbie, um Robbie... Um, has a there's a cameraman for it. it's fairly kind of like sophisticated but um, it he, bring, right. he brings uh, I think he has assistance with him he's does. hosting a bloody Christmas event so is it? yeah yeah what? Um, <clears throat> if I, I can't get it if I had but it's near the Emirates it's near um, where Pybury Corner is and all that oh right okay well uh, do you have anything on your nice list? do you have any any on your nice list? Um, any on my nice list? I do actually um Right to the top of my nice list is going to go Michael Garcia for um, for his endeavours and his suffering in the public eye at the hands of FIFA. And for that, he gets a pair of plane tickets to anywhere in the world he chooses. Good um, stuff. Good stuff. I think that's fair. Dan Burnett. Yeah. Got any, got any good naughty or nice uh, um, things? Well, Mario Balotelli's got to go on the naughty list, doesn't he? Right. Really? Because, because <laughs> it's a one-game fan. Because, because, um, is this essential? <laughs> is this necessary? <laughs> this podcast is not going in second of two hours. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, <laughs> what, so what happened? Why is this necessary? Oh, Why has he got a one-game ban? I don't know. It's just, I think, because everyone else, you know, the media... You know, it's like at Christmas where if you can't find someone for everyone, you just sort of settle with a gift card or a gift voucher, don't you, really? Yeah. It's like last resort sort of thing. It is. And with the, like, media and, like, their uh, news reporting and stuff, they can't really find anything to report about. They just... No, but it's not... It wasn't... Try and find something about... I'll see, the I'll see what they meant by the image can cause offence, but... <laughs> Any image can call. I know, it's but like, it, this hey, is this is really childish sort of stereotype that has resulted in a twenty five thousand pound. Number one, I don't think it's offended anyone. That's what I, that's what annoys me. If anything, it's a positive image with added lines on it, which sort of poked fun at the the image and uh, what it was doing, but not in a not in a serious racist or anti semitic yeah. way. And this resulted in a one game ban. Let's be honest, he's not on form, so I don't think the punishment's going to be received directly, but it's the principle that bothers me. And a £25,000 fine. I can't wait to see hear what the Bar Humbug gift is, though. Oh, I didn't, have a, I didn't have a gift for it. I think the game ban's more than enough for yeah, him. Really I, mean, I was going to say, my uh, nice list has to go to none other than the Wildstone Raider. Right, because, he's unlikely. <laughs> because, right, he's just a builder, okay? And he's, is he? He hit, well, he says he is. He's sort of done a little YouTube video where he's sort of cut... Because he's obviously done his uh, Christmas single, which... Fuck it, now. Hopefully... Okay, this hear me out, This is a low point. Hear me out, hear me out. We started this podcast two years ago to talk about football. I'm talking about a man who's clearly, I'm going to say, mentally disabled. I yeah. think this is fair. Okay. Right? Yeah. Incompetent. Five foot two. He's released a Christmas single, and this is what we're discussing on the football. This is how low... This is how little we've got to talk about. Right, go okay. on, I'll hear you out. But, um, right, so his Christmas single, all of the profits that 
they're going to be made for it. It isn't going to him. It's going to charities that he's chosen. Oh, that's good. Um, 20 pounds is going to the middle if, if this somehow, somehow gets to number one... I'll kill myself. I'm making a promise on the podcast that I will commit suicide if the Wilson Raider gets to number one. Don't, right? don't get me no, wrong. We are, we, are ruining, we are ruining the purity of the internet. We can't just have something, enjoy it, and laugh it. We are selling out. You can go on thewheelstonraider.com and buy pants with his face on it. This is what's happened. It's gone from a lovely little lower league clip, trivial, that you can tell to make. It's gone mad. We're now talking about, yes, I'm happy that he's giving it to the charities, but it doesn't matter. It's just root. It's a complete... He'll be profiting from it in other ways. No, no, it's not even that. Don't get me wrong, the song is awful. It's the it's worst, dreadful. The worst I, 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 I listen but to it. But the idea being, if it gets, to, if it somehow gets to number one ahead of um, whoever won X Factor, surely that's no X Factor ever. You can't be beaten by that and do another series after that. Surely. <laughs> Could you imagine the guy that's beaten by the Wheelstone Raider? If the Wheelstone but Raider <laughs> crushes the machine that is ITV's X Factor then I applaud him, and I will give to his charities as well. But the Wilson, what I like about the Wilson Raider <laughs> is that uh, I don't like How it. Does I don't like anything about it, sorry. If the Wilson Raider... But he's got beat... to go on, he's got to go on Christmas, he'll be on Radio 1 on Christmas Day. You know, he's been doing the nightclub circuit. This guy must be oh. sick of having drunk youths get their arm around him. Number one, his Wilson shirt must stink, right? Every night, up I'm and down, sure cheap nightclubs. I'm not, I'm not sure that was a... I'm not sure that's a new phenomenon. But he's all right. I'm going. Say it, mate. Say it. Come on, mate. Say it. You, you want some? I'll give it to you. <laughs> Baz, Baz, come over here. It's a fucking joke. You know what? Don't give the wheel. If, if you're gonna buy the wheels to write a single, don't bother. Put the 99p. Give it to a charity of your choice. Right? I'm starting a new Christmas single. Right? Then you put an to a Christmas single. It's not. It's not gonna. I am making a pledge. That I will commit suicide if the Wilson Raider gets to number one. I'll go straight to Exeter. I'll go to the cross between St David's and I'll end my life. And I'll oh, no, don't do it that way. That's no, and I'll stand in front of the truck. Not even, not yeah. even that. I'll do it in Wilson Raider pants. There you go. That's my promise. My pants will say, "If you want some, I'll give it you." And that's all they'll see. That's I'll bury me in the fuckers, right? Um, right. Let's. <laughs> I just say also, what an amazing thing to say. We're ruining the purity of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> As if it was pure. It is. It's brilliant. This it's is just, like we've so, had a laugh. Let's is, leave it this on. This is the internet where Kim Kardashian crops a baby out of her Instagram pictures because it was uh, its Good. eyes were shut. Good. What is she playing at? Crop right, it so. out of her life. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. I've, I've had enough. It's this. It's okay. this whole Andy Tate thing. It's just bollocks. I'm sick of it. Everything. All, all, okay. all my Twitter. It, all my Twitter is just a stream of six-second video going, don't care, fuck off. Right, here we go. Um, talking about um, Christmas football. period, yeah, we're going to talk about football. Sorry, skip the 15 minutes of fucking nonsense. Um, that was only 15 minutes. <laughs> um, Christmas period is approaching us fastly. Um, but before that, we're going to talk uh, fr- the Friday night football, which has been proposed in terms of the new uh, TV deal. Uh, William Kajani, 10 games is what, was rumoured about, so 15 games is what they'll probably do. Uh, what, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm pretty much, I'm about 90% against it. I can see the commercial ideal of watching televised sports. Before. It's not a new it, thing. Yeah, it's not, no, they could, they could put it on every night and it, I could see them, yeah. 
However, the problem is, is that whenever, see, these sports are watching, you're speaking for a realistic kind of view now, the sports that we watch televised on Friday night um, are realistically banned so that spectators can be, go there and back. And we're not usually talking about the home fans, we're talking about the away fans. Now this is, um, now this is done in the championship, it mm. is done in the championship and, and sometimes the lower league. Um, but in for the Premier League, there are only a hand, there are only a handful of fixtures, which realistically allow fans to use public transport, and that's the key words there: public transport as a means of getting to a game and back. And the mm. kickoffs for this would be seven forty-five or eight. So the end game for leaving the ground is either nine thirty, chock a block. Or about ten. Um, I last major rail line in the UK are about ten. It's it's to eleven. The last train will mo- leave most major stations. Is in the last um, high speed train. Yeah, there's there's nothing going. If if you're going sort of down south, let's say you're playing in Manchester, and, you, and your team's in London, as you're not getting home by a train. Yeah. Um. So I do see what I do see what you're saying then. Um, for me, like, is this a replacement for Monday night football, or is this a- as well as? It's as well as. Oh, really? I mean, how, how do they manage it? Because they do quite a lot of, um, I know they do it, um, I don't know how sort of, how spread apart they are, but they do it in France quite often, PSG play often on Fridays. Um, there's always, um, Germany, there's always games Ger- Germany, yeah, League, there's a Friday. Like, there's yeah. second Bundesliga, there's always three or four matches on a Friday night. Yeah. Although they, I don't know what the time difference is, they kick off, um, what is the time difference between here and Germany? Is uh, it hour, is it? Yeah, they kick know. off at about, I think it's six o'clock or so, half six. So, so, yeah. So if, I don't know, if perhaps they were to move it forward a few hours, but I, I just don't know how I mean, it's... I don't, I, it wouldn't make it practical. I mean, here's an example. Monday, 22nd of uh, December, Stoke City are playing Chelsea. Yeah. So logistically, Chelsea fans... I mean, that's, just that's a, doable. an awful group of people. Um, they are not considered in yeah. this, really. Yeah. Um, eight, eight o'clock kick-off. There's nothing going out of Stoke past eight. Yeah. Down to London. Yeah. Um, hang on, what it depends. The thing is, it's unless, um, literally, unless you go to maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you went to Euston. But there'd have to be... A version running down to Euston. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there is. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't think there is going at that time. Let's get into the ground. Yeah, just to so confirm, there are there are other forms of transport. We're not a train podcast. No, we but I'm saying if you're going Manchester. from the north to to London, that's the way you you would go. It takes two hours. Yeah, it's going to take you four plus on the roads. But some coaches will do it, but but even then, you know, that's. Okay, yes, yeah, so what? You've made it back for, I don't know, 4 to 2 to 4 a.m. Yeah, that's no, that is, I mean, it's essentially for those who are kind of having the proper kind of... Let, let, yeah, let's also get back onto it. It's it's going to be four days of, of football, really. It could be a Friday night, a Saturday, the Saturday evening kickoff, the two on a Sunday and a Monday. Where Where's the three o'clock kickoff going to be? Where's it end? That's what I'm saying. Is the three o'clock kickoff dying slowly behind, you know, in front of us? I don't. I don't they don't have as many um, lunchtime kickoffs. You know, you, I remember back in well eight years ago when there was no Monday night football or very rarely, 
Um, you'd only see, like I said, two games on a Sunday as opposed to what we're seeing now, where there's you know three or four. It, it used, yeah, you know, it, used it was to... on a Saturday. You'd have your um, lunchtime kickoff on Prem Plus. Anyone remember the, that? The, Prem it, Plus. It was, um, yeah, and then it was sort of five thirty. That slot sort of different, you know. That's that twelve forty-five and five thirty mm. sort of swapped throughout the years. I don't, I know it's both now. Some weekends, some weekends there are both. Normally, though, if you don't have your five thirty, you have your Monday night. I mm. think I'm not sure. Somebody could correct us on that. A lot of it does depend great. on you know European competitions now, like Everton. They there's, play there's Monday night. Hot, there's, keep a, your... yeah, there's a lot of Sundays now. Yeah. Um, well, it depends on. The thing is, because Premier League football, literally, is the one thing in this country we just can't get enough of. Sporting-wise, if we really decided can't. to do it, <clears throat> it would work. Um, I mean, although it would be very interesting now to see then how who who's getting allocated it because the minute that comes in, every member of the top four or seven are, are bargaining for that game to be used for them to get the same advantage that um, continental Europe's big sides get. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, the French do it mainly, but the Spanish will also sometimes do it. Yeah. The the only difference between sort of the French and the Spanish is that they play in empty stadiums. Like their stadiums are rarely full, yeah. and that includes. Yeah, me and Khaled discussed this one of the other days, and he said, "Oh, it's quite easy to get a ticket in Italy, except for the event the stadium." Well, no, because even I've watched several BT Sport matches on. Yeah. At the event of stadium, and there's quite a lot of empty seats. Yeah. So that's the difference between us and the Premier League, where wherever you're, I mean, watch match of the day, you'll see weekly it's just full stadiums throughout most of them. I don't know what the attendance rate overall the Premier League is. I'm sure it must be close to ninety percent every yeah. weekend. But now, especially now, no disrespect to you, Wiggins and Blackburn Bolton have departed us. Um, yeah, it must be even higher. Yeah. So overall, what what? No, he's saying no. I'm saying no because I think we've got enough for it. And I don't think Friday night if, football If works. it was instead of uh, Monday night. Um, um, <coughs> possibly, but I'm, I'm still not... I'm still not fully... No, because no, that's then well. that's a Because then that's a constant um, week of football with the Monday and there's a kind of hangover day. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I'm not saying I don't like my football, but I'm just saying um, modern fans treat you bad enough. How many how many te- like um, teams or games would you see like switch suddenly to Friday within like I'm saying like less than two months? It, yeah, they do. They do. They can often leave it quite late. I know they haven't got February's fixtures out, so that's six weeks. Mm. So I do. I do see. I do see what you're getting at there. Mm. Um, shall we talk Champions League draw? Yes. Where do you want to start? In the fact that you haven't got a heart. No, no disrespect to Monica. That you haven't got a one of the Elite. impossibles. I'm gonna call them the in your yeah. circumstance no. that you've avoided sort no. of Barcelona, Real, and Bayern Munich. No, I think that's um, entire, I think it's entirely fair. It's a very good draw for Arsenal because of the fact, not just that, but I think there's a lot of other things. First of all, while Monaco had Dimitar Berbatov. As to an outstanding threat, um, he is a player who I think it is fair to say 
takes much less such shutting down than some of the teams we've had to deal with. Yeah. With Barcelona, there was the constant um, passing and movement. We played them at their peak. Um, with Bayern Munich, there was the ball retention that just killed you. It, I mean, we had a good... I remember when we had, remember when we had the penalty against Bayern Munich. We had that good, strong start. Then we never took advantage of it. And you could almost tell from then on that that cycle was going to come in and be unbroken and eventually they came and they did this and then we had to go to the new Camp twice <laughs> Cow. we couldn't handle that atmosphere um, I, I still think the big atmospheres are a real problem for us I, I honestly think places where teams get on top of you are a big problem for us um, going to the King Louis 2 it's a, it's a very small stadium um, it's not. It is not an intimidating place. To it's football. not an intimidating place. It will not be. I think, I think they play on average in front of eight thousand. I'm guessing there'll be more because there'll be more. Um, but um, but we will. But not only will there be more, but we will take a sizable um, travel yeah. contingent. So that's good. In terms of their team dynamic, um, there's the Leonardo Jardim has done a very good job making solid defensively, but you can get at behind them with pace and we do have players who are good at running onto a ball with pace so and the thing is with Bayern is um, yeah you could use pace to get in behind them but if you, you never had the ball then you'd get like a chance to do that once or twice a game I mean where are you at with Arsenal at, at the minute it goes from it goes from horrible defeat to um, you sort of beat Galatasaray well uh, then you've got some uh, well, man. Ramsey know, one then, of the goals of the season yeah Definitely, and yeah. then and then you you played Newcastle, beat them well, mm-hmm. and then where where is it? It's it's Anfield on Sunday. They're quite capable of getting something. Um, All three results are just so possible. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm just saying, where where are you at with with the Arsenal? There's this whole sort of doom and gloom after after um, your Swansea and your um, Stoke, and now. Where am I at with the Arsenal? Uh, um, um, Semi pessimism. Still, and it's it's and it's not to be nasty. I want them to do well. I want really to believe in t- in a cause of a team that does have still talented players. But um, <clears throat> the problem is in games like Galatasaray and also Newcastle, our flaws aren't likely to be tested, or they're not as likely on percentage chance to be tested as they are when I can play good teams mm. at home. Or when we go away and we play teams, Newcastle had had quite a few injuries. Big effort to beat Chelsea. Yeah, we didn't see that kind of defensive solidity. We were, we didn't see that kind of um. We saw a lot of aggressive challenges, but they weren't stifling us. You know. That's what you mean, yeah. Um, Stoke. Um, they came at us in ways, and because we were disorganised, we couldn't handle the pace and velocity of it. And that's the problem. It's the good teams, or it's not even the great teams. I was going to say, I mean, you're saying 4 1 that Galatasaray isn't anything, but surely it's I, it's more impressive than if you had to beat Stoke away or Swansea away. Mm. Do you not think so at the minute? I know they're going through a bit of a time, but you still you still sort of went over there and, and tore them apart. We did go there and tore them apart. We went over there and tore and them this, apart. And it's sort of a. Just it, so it's just becoming, it's just become the credibility of sort of two good results getting back on track, you know. You, you could win on Sunday and then it's one loss and it's the credit doesn't seem to be dished out sort of Julie where you've had we, some really good crave, performance because first of all we crave and we also need consistency because the thing is like um, 
looking at what Manchester United have done recently, despite being outgunned in, I'd say, at least half their six wins on the bounce. Um, I'd say five. Yeah, actually, you could make a realistic course. But no, but they, they, they've gone and won. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, that's and, probably about right. And the thing is... It's a, it's a results business. It's yeah. a results business. But, what, but the reason why Monaco is such a great draw is because um, we... We can go there, we can go to an arena where we can probably play mm. our better football, we can go and get in behind them, and we're also crucially taking on a team that has very little European experience. That's so important. Could, could you have got a better draw, do you think? Is there, no. is there much better out there? No, because Basel... Oh, um, fuck off, fucking Basel. Yeah, they're, ba- they're good, then Basel are. Basel are... Basel have... Massive amounts of composure and possession, which has settled us. Um, they have a very hard, aggressive style of play than running at you, and they have a lot of experience of going to England and um, winning. But I'm winning, yeah. Which, uh, and plus, also Porto, that, that app, they've got um, so much pace. I was going to say, until that, I mean, you, yeah, you made a atmosphere. you made a case for not wanting to play at atmosphere. I mean, Borussia Dortmund are in the relegation zone. That, I still think you're in a better draw with Monaco, you know. Yeah. Because you never know with them lot. Um, I'll run through sort of the draw. Uh, say what you like about them. Uh, PSG are playing Chelsea again. Do you think? Uh, do you think of this one? Chelsea. Uh, yes, yeah, I was going to. I, I also, I also I think, think Chelsea. I think Chelsea. I won't say quite easily, but it'll be comfortable. They'll make it look comfortable, I think. Because obviously PSG, they have besides, been the, the... besides Ibrahimovic and Cavani, they don't, I mean, particularly in Ligue 1, they haven't really, you, you know... You forgot Verratti. Sorry to interrupt, you forgot well, Verratti. He's, he's not really an attacking threat, is he? He's a very good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not, you know... But Chelsea can match it all, really. Oh, yeah. Oh, and oh yeah, true. Uh, they're very good at football. Um, hang on, which legs have been playing first? Just I don't think it matters. You know? Paris first, which oh, is God, a big boost. Are you uh, playing Chelsea at home gonna first? Chelsea are going to tear up the Eve. I'm guessing you're playing at home first. Slight disadvantage. But um, no, uh, Man City going to Barcelona. I'm, I'm very, very excited. I'm I'll tell you what, this, this was the most Chelsea. disappointing draw I found, actually. Because just, it, just um, um, I think I can pinpoint why you think that is. Because we... Because I think there's, unlike PSG, Chelsea, I think there is a higher chance of this being a carbon copy of the last two games. In Pellegrini, might he might try for containment again. And containment was working for Barcelona, because we watched the game last year. Mm. Containment was actually working for Manchester City until the penalty. Yeah. And then they had to come out and Barcelona kind of oh. picked them off. I just, I would, I would, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see how Man City actually dealt with sort of getting through the last 16. I don't think this is really possible with this draw. I'd be amazed. They sort of limped through the group and it was really, I mean, I was surprised that they got through in Rome. Yeah, they did it Roma well. was so, so cool. It was really disappointing they to were. see that Roma team. It didn't even look like anything. They've been playing um, in the league and just to, to be being Ever. quite well. In the first, that, it wasn't a scrappy, and then to go through on sort of that that group, I just I, I think it could be a bit of a lamb to slaughter situation. And then play Barcelona. I wouldn't I say lamb to sort of quite yet, but I think the thing is about Barcelona is that by then Lucho um, will have found ideal positions for the front three, and ideal roles for Messi, Neymar, Messi, and Suarez. Mm-hmm. 
which is going to be a massive problem for City to handle um, in terms of movement. They struggled a lot with the Suarez Sturridge double axis movement last year. They struggled a huge amount with it. You should, you should would you say you should have won or at least got a point at the Etihad last year? Um, I think by then he will come closer to finding a midfield that suits him. I think he should be Rakitic and Mascherano. Mm-hmm. Um, the defence is always going to be something you can get at for Barcelona, and therein lies the weakness. It'll be it'll be good, but I think you'd have wanted to face Barcelona earlier. The more they go, the better they'll be. A bit like United been in the league. <laughs> yeah, um, and Juventus, Dortmund, and Leverkusen, uh, Atletico. Um, with with the Juventus games, it's sort of their fair crack at the whip to go at it again yeah. with Europe. Because look, they they haven't sort of even. I mean, I'm trying to think when they went through the last day and sort of Bayern Munich, um, but they were part that that was sort of the first time in three seasons, mm-hmm. um, and now now they've got this tie. Mm. I think it's a very I think it's a very good draw um, for Juventus, just as in the fact that Dortmund there'll be there'll be space for them to play. They they can get so constricted by teams sitting deep. And then count and then sucker punch, which happened under Conte, who had nothing but his three five two. Yeah. So they always played that way in Europe, even though it didn't suit. Um, under Allegri, they maintained the same kind of fighting spirit, but to be brief, they just got more versatility. And I think I can't see Dortmund. They, they need a massive turnaround, or which two. Still isn't happening, really. One, or two one on the bounce performances, and I think. Clock, they won't change that philosophy. They'll go there and there'll be gaps. So I'd say Juve. I think Juve will be up for it. Oh, I yeah. Really do. I think this is their best chance to actually get a run out of this. Because once you've got eight, I mean, even looking at all the English sides, I'd fancy Juve against all of them in the last eight. I'd even fancy talk- them against Chelsea. We, me and Howard had a talk about this. And I'm, I think I'd favour Chelsea because I think that I just think they can put the pressure on you. I think Jose's. I think they're so good at getting into the weaknesses mm. of the teams in the big games when it counts. That's just my opinion. Let's move on to Shakhtar against Bayern Munich. Are we seeing anything bar a Shakhtar win? Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Let's spice things up a bit. Get rid of them. And, and uh, Liverpool, who should have been playing Porter. Um, <laughs> 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 we had different Part ideas. We always we always talk about that. I mean, this is a so-called smaller game, and this we go, oh, it's a hell of a scrap. We never end up watching it. We never we never should. No. I mean, Bar William Kajani stays up till six in the morning watching all the games back. So I can never comment on these little games which could produce hell ties. But um, no, I'll, I'll, if we had got through. No, I'm lying. If we, uh, no, let's start with that sentence. If we had have got through, I still don't think we would have beat Porto. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to beat Bournemouth the other day. So, um, um, just going back to the um, Atletico um, Leverkusen um, game, that's going to be a fascinating tactical thing because of the way that Schmidt's playing his team. Um, it, it could become the whole counter-attacking conundrum. I remember when um, I remember when Atletico. Um, Played Chelsea in last season's semi-final. They were the better side over yeah. the semi-final, 
but they had that horrible problem. <laughs> showed them right up at Stamford Bridge. It was brilliant. They had that horrible problem of being faced with an extremely solid team who could do what they did. Yeah. Like very few teams can. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with um, Leverkusen. The only problem being is that Leverkusen, they really don't have as many goals as their play dictates they should. You, you'd you know this for a fact and I would watching them in the Bundesliga. Yeah. They just don't score as much as they should. So I think it'll be tight for Atletico to go through. I, I agree. Shall we, shall we move on to Europe's uh, second-rate competition? Uh, we'll talk about... I mean, the glamour tie for me there is Celtic versus uh, Inter Milan. How exciting will he be, fantastic. It'll be very, very good. Um, uh, repeat of the 1967 European Cup final for all of, you, all of you hissed it. Oh, sorry. We... All, all of you, all of you, you'd kill to be in this competition, Dan. <laughs> you'd kill a man to be playing uh, the ITV for uh, six and eight o'clock shift on Thursday. Yeah. It's a student shift, though. So that's why nobody watches the Europa League. They're all at work. I think there's some good. I think there's not William Kajani. Let's talk about this. <laughs> we do this like we look at oh you remember every fucking season we talk about oh it's, no it's good look there's some good team. None of them care, right? None of them will care. The last one and they go oh, maybe we could fucking get the Champions League. I was going to say with the Juve maybe Dortmund the game. League. You know if this were a year ago, year and a half ago, I'd be. Oh, what a tie. This is good. I couldn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I shouldn't give a you shit because you're not in it. No, even... <laughs> it's not even oh, that. I don't it's, care. You know, it's just with the, the whole love affair with Dortmund okay, and the whole yeah. yellow wall. Yeah, I get it, but you don't need a six-second vine clip to remind me how fucking decent it is. Perlo, he's got a nice beard. He's a cool guy. I don't need a picture of him on a it's fucking wine glass to remind me how cool he is. Vines will be the death of this society. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> of all the things you think will be the death of society on the internet. Six second oh, vines are bots. killing this planet. It's not, it's just... It's, not global warming, not... It's just, aren't we just communism, generic... vine. What, what communism? <laughs> what, though? Where? I'm thinking of bad things, famine. Okay. Famine, very good. <laughs> no, so when we talk about oh, how good these, uh, these ties are, it's not the same. Right, okay, I know None it's not of them the same, care. but you're forgetting something don't very care. important, Mr. Barnes. Once again I can afford today. to go to these games. <laughs> it's an empty stadia. It's dreadful. But Everton played Rakatula the other day. There was nobody there because it's the Europa League. That's just the way it is. You know, we look at it. It's only now in the Capital One Cup that even I'm slightly remotely interested and we went to some games. So that's <laughs> dreadful. That, show, that shows, like... Just the way these competitions... It's not like the FA Cup third round. Everyone was more excited for the FA... I was more excited for the FA Cup <laughs> third round draw than the Europa League, where we've got Sevilla playing Borussia Mönchengladbach. Put, <laughs> brilliant game on paper. I'm sorry to say again, it's mine, is it? <laughs> sorry, a little sound out. It's, uh, it's a brilliant game on paper. It'll, it'll just be awful. It just I just can't see, see much happening. That's just my thoughts on the Europa League. Yeah, but Rory... Yeah? I can't afford to go to the Champions League. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's what it's like. It's like asking for a PlayStation on Christmas and get a plug-and-play TV. That's what it's like. Oh, but this one's got 25 games. That's what your parents would say to you. I mean, I never got a knockoff PlayStation, but I, I imagine I'll, I'll many people... Yeah, but there's a difference It's between, like getting... Get, but the PS4 asking is like, for an it's like, the real, it's like the real thing. The action is like the real thing. I'm getting to go and watch a real game of football. In a big city. And that's that's why we, like we should have a pair of Nike boots and getting a pair of warrior boots. Don't not worry. Warrior. Uh, 
totally he's brutal. A, they're, they're, I can't wait for the warrior, podcast show where we just leans across and gives you the one-inch punch across the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, a warrior, <laughs> are, warrior are New Balance, aren't they? It's a not. It's an off. off it's an off-brand of New Balance, and they're folded now. The Warrior set, they've sort of shut it down. So Liverpool will be New Balance. Are they going to have a better kit next year? No, it's meant to be awful. New there's Balance a leak. Isn't, there's a, isn't there's that a the one, one those media students wear? Oh my god! Yeah. You're a hipster club now. We are. The, the ones with the media betray, students. Let's go back to Adidas. We all know where we stand with Adidas. Nah, fuck that. Go back to Reebok. That was when. The good old days. <laughs> well, good Reebok. Old days, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise I was running drugs in the London Underground <laughs> scene in 2000. Once upon a time, Reebok was a decent brand. It was a decent brand. In 2004. I'm trying to remember when it was. Right, come 2003, on. 2004. Because I remember Ryan Giggs wore nothing but um, Reebok boots. He yeah. made them. There are only think, two reasons that anybody... Not himself. A child in India <laughs> made them. Yeah. Carry on. There are only two reasons that anybody here would wear Reebok. One, um, we're preparing for a middleweight title fight in the North East. Ave Khan, you're a Ave Khan. I in Vegas, mate. Or... Oh, yeah. forgot, Ave Khan's moved up bigger and better things. Or it's a really important... Um, still get bad by Mayweather. It's a really important... Appearance in court. <laughs> no, it's not a really important appearance in court. It's a really important final shoot for your photography A-level and you need a big theme and everybody else has picked the theme and you haven't. So you decide you're going to dress all in white. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Uh, run through of the game. Young boys are playing Geverton. Don't make a young boys joke. They're not funny. Um, <laughs> Trabs on Sport are playing FC Dynamo Kiev. Oh, that's no, good. they're not. Sorry, right. they're playing Napoli. They're oh, playing... I say, Sorry, I read it wrong. I thought you were going to say it's not going to be played because they'll be Rory, I've got an idea for... Um, I've got an idea I've been holding back onto it for a while, so if you don't mind if I interrupt. Yes, go on. No, we don't want Premier League games on a Thursday. Well, <laughs> I'll take it over this shot. <laughs> Damn be you. good. You that can, you, my other idea. You can climb the table and play for second will place. Take it. that and run to the hills, you <laughs> bastard. Right. Um, anyway, um, think about it, right? We need a competition to get people involved. Let's have a sweeps day. How many people across both legs of um, Napoli Trasenspor will be stabbed in the arse and or killed? Oh, very good. I'm going, killed. I'm going for 14 arse stabbings and two fatalities. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to go for seven fatalities and... Seven for fatalities? They're not animals. Oh, but no, I'm thinking of more... Napoli are a hard team to like, aren't they? Yep. They're, 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 they're a nice team to like. They're, they're, they're quite a it's, difficult fan base to it's enjoy. It's everything. The thing, that's the problem with it. It's like the typical football society. It's everything but the football is dislikable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can win my bet, so they are dead to me. They want to uh, we've, we've got second pick. Roma are playing Feyenoord. Feyenoord are cool. PSV <laughs> are playing <laughs> FC Zenit. Uh, we're playing Besiktas. Uh, you can go into Anfield for as little as £13.50 if you're under age 21. £5 for juniors. Uh, double the under 21 price if you're you want to go and watch some dismal football if you've got nothing to do on a Thursday? Oh, remember last time we played Besiktas, 8-0, Peter Crouch hat-trick. 
Oh no! Yeah, that was in the Champions League. That was with the music and the little mascots holding. The the talking club. about mascots, have you read this in the Guardian yeah, today? Yeah, six hundred quid. Oh, sorry, that's that sounded awfully middle class. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, did you see that? Did I did see, see that. Six up to six hundred pounds to be a Premier League mascot at some clubs. Do you know what I actually genuinely thought it was? I thought they were sort of. I thought they were just sort of picked out. They were like, right, Jimmy, well done on your art homework. Do you want to be a mascot down QPR on Saturday? Nah, you're right, miss. Okay. <laughs> that, of course, that, that was Jimmy after reading the Savile reports in the full, in the full debunking. Oh, that dear. Era. No, go you on. Can't, can't, you, no. You, can't trust the, you can't trust people in arts and crafts anymore. So, <laughs> yes, up to six hundred pounds. I think it was QPR was the most expensive, and and I think, I think <laughs> it says so. It's got to be QPR, doesn't it? I was gonna say, yeah. It's got to be QPR. But, but six hundred pounds to hold hands to Rio Ferdinand. All he's gonna say. No, I've been thinking. I, I might give you a bit of. Hashtag five pack. merch. I'll tell you what, you know, you know when you're a kid and like, because you, you get this on, you get this on on tele. Oh, every every young boy dreamed of playing for Real Madrid. No, I didn't. I didn't dream of playing football. Number one, because I just thought group showers. I thought, right, I don't have, I don't have the penis for this. Seriously, I always thought, I always thought, right, initiation. They're gonna see my my ass. I was like, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna work. Professional football. The second thing is not holding a child's hand. Don't care if it's a mascot. Don't pay if it's six hundred pound. Maybe an arm around the shoulder. Don't want to talk to him. Right. That's third thing. No, that was the second thing. I mean, you've got to if they're paying six hundred quid. No, but they don't. I'm serious. They really don't. But what 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 have they got to say? They're children. They have nothing interesting to say. If I was a, <laughs> if I was a if I was a mascot, eleven and Gerard's on. I'll, I'll be like number one. Gerard's quite mardy. I probably wouldn't want to. I'll just be like, how you doing? Num- you, number you say two, Gerard's Mardi, like Karen called him to talk sports, like fight Alan Brazil. No, 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 it wasn't Alan Brazil. It was um, the one who's coming with Adrian Darren, the one who's coming with that shit for the Daily Mail. Yeah, he won Sports Writer of the Year. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he oh, you did. It's almost a bigger Joker's Arm Award. <laughs> Actually, no, his is definitely bigger. Ours <laughs> is not a joke. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that, I think the Mail actually won Sports Paper of the Year. The, the actual Mail sports out. pages as a whole are really decent, oh, especially compared to the to the rest of the paper. I'm serious; they got like good investigatives on on, on site. It, it, I do feel bad for them for like Daily Mail sports journalists because oh, I have to don't. open a sentence with Daily Mail. <laughs> oh, don't! <laughs> not, not, not when you John from the Daily Mail. But no, I feel you had more things to tell us about. Yeah, the third thing. Oh yeah, the full kit. Not happy about that. Could oh, I wear a pair of jeans? I never, even as a child. What was this obsession with the uh, wearing a full kit? Where were you wearing it to? Number one, football kits are expensive. You didn't want to ruin it down the park. Number two, you're not going to wear it in the streets because you'd be bullied. So I didn't really. I, I've never understood. So walking out in front of number a quite large amount of people, possibly televised. You know, it's going to be like you. Pals at school are going to be like, oh, you're, you're on teller. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just a load of bollocks. Wouldn't do it. Not happy about it. Plus, whose name do you get on the back? It'd be bloody weird standing next to Gerard and I've got his name on the back. Mm. Don't like that. I don't think, if you want to have your player's name, I don't think uh, now I'm at this age that they should be younger than you if you have their name on the back. 
just a little rule of mine. Hashtag Rory rules. Oh All my god, I'm, I'm gonna destroy that hashtag <laughs> as soon as but we no. leave So it's £600, pounds. just give it to someone. Just why are they charging £600? Pounds? Swansea charge £450. Pounds. I think nine teams. I know Man United, Arsenal, they don't charge. Six, just, I'll tell you what, like, £600 pounds will buy, it'll buy you. It will buy you 78.9% of the fare for an any time return from Exeter to Glasgow stations on the self-serve ticket machine. I it'll, buy you, it'll buy you upwards of 170 pints of lager. <sighs> wow, Rory, you shouldn't have said that. You'll get yourself 170 pints of lager. Oh, but that might, but keep, not, you that might keep you busy for two nights, Will. <laughs> but not that before, not before 11, a long Matt. car journey. <laughs> 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 Stabbing my 164th. My, I had Margaret, hug. bring the key around. <laughs> oh. And Margaret saw, and just, and just knowing we, Margaret's already left a bucket in the Kia just in case. <laughs> Drink driving, I don't know. Was it ever illegal when it first happened? Was it ever. Or was it just frowned upon? I'm not sure about the history of drink driving it's laws. Not, it's not always been illegal, and it's certainly always. It certainly hasn't had the penalties that it's had. Now, yes, um, did you see Marco Royce was fined about yeah, he's a, got a, a billion pounds for not having a license? You know what, the biggest ever car related fine in Germany ever. <laughs> well done, Marco Royce, and Get actually, right. that gets our clap of the week. Well done, Marco Royce. <laughs> However, for our younger listeners, of which there is none, um, don't. don't drive without a license. The, I was thinking, I the football um, walk. The, the thing was like the football ramble, right? I, I don't mean to like dick suck up a podcast, but the football ramble have um, you know their highlights of the week, and it was really lovely stuff. Like you know, or oh, got had a lovely lunch with the in or something, and some stuff. Their lowlights of the week, like you know, all oh, my partner's water broke when I was watching you know Chelsea Man United, something oh, like that. Well, 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 our highlight of the week. I love the fact our highlight of the week is <laughs> for a man. <laughs> Who has earned more than the GDP of most African countries <laughs> in a car fight? Bless him. Wow. Of all the people who would have the time and the money, who do you like... think would? I I think um, I I think um, Gabby Igbonlahor is one to drive without a license. Oh, or be a bad oh, driver and, and hit his wife. But, rem- <laughs> <laughs> but remember, though, that's never going to be the biggest. Um, piece of car-related um, nonsense a footballer's ever gotten away with, or no, a footballer's ever been caught for. Andre Santos was once um, caught to, I think it was... 120 miles. 120 miles. On a roundabout. On a roundabout. <laughs> on a roundabout. <laughs> on a pageant. Mowed down for pregnant women. That's how much better now. I can imagine him kind of um, going round ring roads or... You know, going Bless through the roundabouts. Bless him. So, do you have a low point of the week, Johnny? I think we should end on our low point of the week. Come on, let's get it all out there. Um, ooh, I had a lot to choose from. Oh, uh, Dan, do you have a low point of the week? I don't actually. I've been very positive. Have, this you, week. have you been? What's your high? What's your highlight of the week? I can't think of one either. I'm a neutral. I'm, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. Yeah. What you just you should go taking away days to Switzerland for young boys. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Neutral joke. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do any national express coach journeys this week, so I haven't really. All right. 
And I'm like, Dan's only ever been on that. one train. Dan says he's only been on one train. I was thinking the last time I've been on one train since. You didn't let me finish. Since what? The the first time you went on the train? <laughs> when I was born, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've been on a train. I don't know. How, Dad wanted how to save on petrol, so he just got on a local service to the hospital. Mm. Don't need tickets, mate. No £20 fine. That's <laughs> un- for my wife's in labour. Sorry, mate. Oh, do you know what? We've I'm gone very off topic there. Oh, oh yeah, shit, sorry. Oh, football, f- yeah, football, football. Did you talk about Capital One League? Capital One League? Oh, yes. Whatever it's well called. Well done to the teams that are in the last four. Three of which are in the country's top seven based on the finishing position. Well, actually, no, isn't it? 14 seasons. <laughs> Was that not first leg? Pardon? Was that not no, first no, no, leg? No, no, quarter it's, it's, it's they, they play each other twice, Dan. No, I thought it was in the... Was that, that was no, quarterfinals don't have more than one leg. Oh, no, we are done. We oh. are done. And on that bombshell of Dan's unastounding lack of football well, knowledge, we're going to have to end there. Us, I do right. not care. Just, just okay. self-absorbent. Don't right. <laughs> um, I'm going to finish there. I've had Dan Burnett with me. We didn't make up an explanation for where Khaled's been. Um, oh, no, um, he went back. He's been caught up in... Khaled joined the National Front, basically. Um, so if you if you follow anything on Facebook, um, you'll see Khaled. He's now got a skinhead, uh, a British bulldog tattoo on his arm, and uh, he doesn't go by Khaled anymore. So uh, if you can find him, if you can identify him and bring him back to his full-time job of homebrew podcasts, then we'd really appreciate that. Um, you should be able to catch him in Rochester. <laughs> And if you use the hashtag Rochester, the person from Rochester, tweet what you are looking at, then we should be able to GPS and call him. Don't startle him. Use a big net. (laughs) Don't just a big net. It is also the the National Front of Blind. Um, There is appropriate gear um, in which to approach him, which I will put on. He put Nedved to Bed store. Uh, He put Nedved to Bed.com forward slash store. Yes, and also if you put he put Nedved to bed forward slash blog or tiny URL slash Nedved capture, um, then you will be able to find a list of appropriate items with which oh, yes, to capture. Um, you need to, if you are going to approach him, please do be wearing some sort of Union Jack or St. George's flag. This is vital. Also, if for any reason you happen to have the flag of Scotland on you, or the flag of Ireland on you, please do not let him see you. Or Palestine. Yes, that is very, very important. The real reason he's not here is he moved house. Oh, well, okay. Fucking man. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, I've gone, oh, how, many are you gonna, how many more flags are you going to name? All of them. All of them. And on next week's show, we'll be naming all the flags. So tune in to the, <laughs> the He Put Ned Red to Bed Christmas special, in which I'll be reading a list of all the flags. I've had Dan Burnett with me. You have indeed. And I've had William Kajano. It's been a pleasure to be back. It's always been a pleasure. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been Rory Bond. Follow us on all that, um, all the social media goodness. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest. Not on, Vine. Not Vine. We don't have a Vine. Uh, we don't have an Instagram. Um, and I've been Rory Bond. If you want some, I'll give it you.